Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Monday morning, the 13th of July. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The Minister for Agriculture, Barry Cowan, says he did not evade or attempt to evade a Garda on the 18th of September 2016. The Minister was found to be driving over the drink-drive limit on that date. He was on a provisional licence learner permit at the time. And a written statement yesterday comes in response to Sunday Times report that the Minister is disputing the Garda record of the event and how he is denying he attempted to drive away or turn his car on the night that he was arrested. So the minister says the Garda record is wrong. Passing the record to the Sunday Times, he contends, is a criminal offence. And he says that his right to have personal data protected has been breached. Let's talk about this with Finnefall TD for me, the Thomas Byrne, who's the Minister for European Affairs. Good morning to you, Minister, and thanks for joining us here on the programme this morning. What do you make of all morning, of this? Michael. Well, I mean, look, I mean, we heard from Barry Cowan and the Dáil this week. Uh, he gave an account of what happened uh, in terms of what he was accused of, what he was prosecuted for um, and the penalty that he paid. And I think that's that's what happened. And that's <clears throat> what any citizen would expect to happen uh, if they if they break the law, which Barry did. And I think that he expressed uh, profound regret, um, deep embarrassment, of course, uh, for somebody in this particular situation. That's that's what one would expect, and, and that's what happened to the doll this week. Well, um, he didn't mention or answer any of the questions that road safety campaigners have been putting to him, uh, questions he, he was fully aware of. Well, I think, look, I think there's, there's no doubt that, you know, anyone who drinks and drives is an extremely bad example, mm. is extremely dangerous. But that um, was before yeah. yesterday. I, I mean, there's at least 10 outstanding questions, and now a whole raft of other questions. Do you believe he, he needs to take questions in the doll. Well, I think I think what he did last week was in the doll. he did what is the standard practice when a minister has to make a statement about those particular issues and he gave a statement about it. And I think that there have been a lot of questions asked. I think he has answered them. I think... But do you, I believe, think he should, most, do you believe he should answer questions? My position on this is, Michael, and I've been very clear about this, we live in a country of laws. We live in the, the rule of law. If you break the law, you get punished. Um, and I think that's exactly what happened Barry Cowan in this particular situation. Uh, he got but, punished for breaking the law. It but that's aside from the question which I put to you. Do you believe that there are questions outstanding that the minister should respond to? Well, well, clearly yesterday, at the weekend, sorry, he was asked particular questions about what is supposed to have happened at that uh, particular checkpoint about which he wasn't prosecuted at all. 
um, and I think he has answered them. Um, but as regards other questions, I've no difficulty with any any questions been asked of Barry Cannon. Would it be helpful? Well, what I think... I mean, it seems crazy... It seems crazy that the Minister has gone to ground. Well, I don't think he's gone to ground at all. Oh, has he not? I'm sure he's had so. uh, multiple requests for interviews uh, since yesterday, let alone uh, the Dáil statement last week. Uh, I don't believe Barry Cowan has given any interviews at all since that statement. Well, I'm, I'm not aware of Barry, Barry Cowan's particular media schedules, but for example, last week myself, I was disappointed not to be able to come on LMFM, but the truth was, Michael, I was meeting with online with various ministers for European affairs mm. uh, all, all week. Well, there was, a, for there, there, there was a suspicion uh, that you'd gone to ground yourself, Minister, no, be, I be, because uh, 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 an invitation was given to you to record something at a time that would have suited you, that would have only taken two minutes uh, to do with what you described uh, to be to all intents and purposes, a social media slur against you. Well, look, Michael, I I am I love coming on local radio. I support local radio. I come on pretty much whenever I'm asked. It's extremely rare mm. when I say that I'm not available to come on local radio. You yeah. know that, Michael. I, I know that. What... I know that. And I also know that you called me on Friday afternoon and told me that you would put your lawyers on LMFM if a, a story about you wasn't taken off the website. Well, the position was, Michael, on, 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 on Friday, I mean... I had uh, discussed a matter privately with you uh, on the basis of off-the-record information, background information, uh, which then a version of which appeared on, on, on LMFM's website, and I, I wasn't happy with that. And that's I think that's a reasonable position to, to, to be in. Well, you uh, sent text messages uh, to me, uh, and uh, I suppose the consequence of that is commu- you communicated with me in, in writing, saying that defamatory things were being said about you on the internet. Uh, we had told our listeners that you were going to be with us on Friday. That wasn't possible. So, as I had said in the initial text to your personal assistant, we needed to be able to explain why we were being refused an interview on Friday. So we gave that explanation, the explanation that you gave to me, which was that you refuted the story completely uh, and that you believed it to be defamatory. Uh, There was no issue with that. There was no need to call the lawyers on LMFM. Well, the lawyers weren't called on LMFM. No, because the story was removed. In fact, on Friday morning, uh, I was meeting with the Deputy Prime Minister of Belgium, or at least I was scheduled to meet with the Deputy Prime Minister of Belgium online um, at 10 o'clock. And that's that's where I was. And that's that's what I'm doing, because mm. what's happening this week uh, in, in, in Europe, Michael, as you know, it's one of the most important weeks in, in Europe in quite some time, okay. uh, where we have the General Affairs Council and meeting on Wednesday. And I, the believe, I believe you're under pressure of time this morning, Minister. So there's uh, some... I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the air, like so. Yeah, but you, you, you said uh, that you wanted to make a, a statement in relation to what is being said about you on the internet. Well, well I'm here to answer questions that you're well, asking. Would, would you like to make a statement about it? Uh, do, do, do you want to respond to Ken McFadden's claims? Well, I think... I, I, I mean, in relation to those particular claims, I think it's pretty clear now that I am not possibly the source of this particular sto- story. Um, I think that's very, very clear. Why? Um, I think I think we now see that it's a guard investigation. There's a civil matter in relation to this. It does not involve me. Uh, I'm on good terms with Barry Cowan. I remain on good terms with Barry Cowan. I'm happy to speak from here uh, this morning on the radio. Would you consider Ken to be? Would you, would you would you consider Ken to be a friend of yours? Or was yes, he? He, he, yeah. he was a friend of mine, yeah. He certainly was a, a close, close associate, a, a Fianna Fáil foot soldier, as Miriam Nord put it on, on Saturday, somebody who campaigned for you uh, in, in every election you stood in. 
in, yeah, most he was, of them, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Socialised with you, would have been in your family home, knew your family well. Uh, and you called him, uh, indeed, a, a number of times on Saturday the 27th, the day that Michal Martin uh, appointed his cabinet, did you not? I certainly was in touch with a lot of my friends. That Were you in touch with Ken McFadden that day? Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah. Uh, and did you call him at half one in the morning? Uh, no, it wasn't quite as late as that, Michael, but yes, there were lots of phone calls with lots of my friends on that particular evening. Um, you're, you're saying you didn't call him at half one in the morning? It was, it, it, was, it was late, but it wasn't quite as late as that. Any idea what time it was? It was probably before one, I'd say. Okay. And at that stage, you realised you weren't going to be a minister. Uh, did uh, you say that you had done anything uh, because of your disappointment to Ken Mac- McFadden? No. So you refute what he is saying? Absolutely. When did you first become aware uh, of uh, Barry Cowan's arrest and uh, the fine and uh, the fixed penalty charge uh, that uh, was given to him, apart from being put off the road for three months? Well, the fine and fixed penalty charge, I had absolutely no information about it. I read it in the paper. Um, in relation to general rumours about Barry Cowan, they, they appear to be circulating for the past three years. If we read the papers over the weekend, uh, what journalists are saying, I certainly was not aware of them for the past three months even. Uh, but certainly it is the case that journalists have been talking about those issues for years uh, and most politicians would not have been aware of them for that length of time. Uh, are you surprised to hear this now being referred to as the Tom, Thomas Cowan affair? I am, because I remain on very good terms with Barry Cowan. Okay, well, uh, just for the sake of our our listeners, uh, Miriam Lord reported on uh, Saturday that tongues were wagging uh, across uh, the country, it would seem, following uh, your absence in uh, the Dáil when uh, the Dáil clerk uh, did a roll call. Uh, Barry Cowan was there and uh, there was lots of laughing from uh, the Fine Gael benches. She says the reason for the joviality had to do with who didn't get ministerial jobs on uh, the Saturday. The plot thickened, she says, the previous night following a wholly upstantiate allegation on a social media platform about who might have leaked details to the media on Barry Cowan's drink driving ban four years ago. Minister of State Thomas Byrne was mentioned in dispatches but again without foundation Uh, and she says the reason the tongues were wagging is because it's a veteran Fianna Fáil foot soldier who's been making the allegations. Yeah well in relation to that particular thing which Miriam discusses missing the vote again Michael I was in a very important meeting with the European Affairs Ministers for Portugal and Spain. Uh, they took place online in government buildings. The votes in the Dáil were on in the Convention Centre. There were three votes in the Dáil. Uh, I was a minute late for the first vote uh, and missed that vote because, of course, in the Dáil they lock the votes, they lock the doors when the votes take place. And I was there for the remaining two votes and, in fact, was standing outside the door. But they seem to be sniggering in Fine Gael and calling this uh, the Thomas Cowan affair. Well, look, I mean, that type of... Sniggering, you may call it, goes on in all parties at various times when other parties are the subject of, of discussion. That's just the way politics uh, Have goes. you fallen out with Ken now at this stage? Look, I'm not going to discuss, I'm not going to discuss personal relationships, but clearly... Are you, going to take, uh, are you going to take a defamation case against him? Well, quite frankly, Michael, I have been uh, considering all my options. But, but to be honest with you, Michael, I mean... Well, can, can you explain what you meant when you said to me, Minister, that you were going to deal with it legally? And I have, been in, I have been in constant contact with my legal advisors about all of these issues, Michael. I think so you are considering uh, taking a, a defamation well, case well, against Ken McFadden? What I would say is, what I'd say this as well, we are now facing into one of the most important weeks in the last few years 
uh, in terms of our European affairs, in terms of the budget for the next few years. Does that have any impact of, on whether you will or oh, will it not? Does. Believe you me, it does, Michael, because as someone who worked previously as a defamation lawyer, as somebody who also has taken... But are you putting your lawyers on Ken McFadden? Sorry, sorry. as somebody who has taken a defamation case in the past, Michael, and as somebody who worked in defamation, these things take up all of your time, okay? So the the issue is this week, and last week as well, because I was, I'm straight into work with loads of meetings all last week, all this week as mm. well, we have a a full General Affairs Council meeting on Wednesday where we're going to discuss the budget for the next year. That work is very important, Minister, but so is uh, the cohesion of Fianna Fáil in Meath. And it's falling apart, is it not? Because of the divide that this has caused, uh, because some people are asking Ken McFadden, what's behind all of this? And people want to know where truth lies. And it also is clear that you've fallen out with another Fianna Fáil foot soldier, Jennifer Cuff. Have you made any contact with her since she made allegations against you on the internet? Yes, I have. Has that been resolved? I certainly hope to resolve it today by having a discussion with Jennifer today, yes. You're you're to meet her today, is it? I'm I'm discussing uh, the matter with her today, yes. Okay, Uh, and can you expand on that? Uh, Well, Jennifer is somebody that I I have huge regard for. Um, She's a former candidate for the party, former councillor, she's a barrister, she's somebody that I highly respect. Uh, and I certainly, in that context, want to have a discussion with her today, and I'm probably going to have that very, very shortly. Are you concerned uh, about how this is playing out with, internally in Fianna Fáil, in County Meath? No. I'm, I'm, I know that I have the support of pretty much 99 to 100% of the membership of Fianna Fáil in Meath East. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, I know that I've been in touch with them a lot over the weekend. Um, they've done, you know, given me huge support. They continue to give me huge support. They work night and day during election time. In fact, I've been meeting some of them this morning and I'm absolutely confident in that, that they want me to succeed in the role uh, that I'm in. They want Fianna Fáil to succeed in government uh, and they certainly want me to concentrate on the job in hand, which is representing my constituents in Meath East uh, and representing uh, the people of Ireland when it comes to European matters as well in this particularly crucial week. Okay, Minister, we'll leave there for the moment and thank you very much indeed uh, for joining us here on uh, the programme uh, this morning. Uh, that is uh, Thomas Byrne, who's a uh, Fianna Fáil TD for Meath East and the Minister for European Affairs. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.